Hello, everyone, and welcome to the First Love Podcast. Well, today I want to take a moment first to tell you just a couple of really precious stories, again, where it's so much fun when our acts of love become powerful prophetic moments. Remember where the prophecy is where God says or does things that help somebody know specifically that He knows them, knows every detail of their life, strengthens, encourages, builds up. So I just want to tell you a couple of really cool stories about that. One of the weekends was a smaller group. So I was leading a particular small group, and there were just three gals in it. And so it's me and these three ladies, and the group was for the love verse practice. One of the things that I shared with them before doing the synonym and antonym thing, where, again, if you're listening and and you're not familiar with what we do, one of the practices, the love verse practice, is that you hear a text personalized, you pick one of those. We've made worksheets. There's eight verses on this worksheet. You get to read them, listen to the Lord speak through them. You pick one, and then you do this exercise we call the synonym antonym meditation exercise where ultimately this is God helping you find specific words, synonyms or antonyms, that can make the words in whatever translation is front of you become much more meaningful. Again, the idea is that we have multiple translations because there simply is not a specific English word that correlates with every Hebrew or Greek word exactly that there are synonyms, and sometimes the opposites can even help make the positives become even that much more positive. So anyway, while I was sharing that teaching, though, as I said, sometimes it's very interesting where we'll come into a group and several people will have chosen the same verse. So then it even becomes more fascinating to hear how different the synonym-antonym versions are, because again, they will choose words off the worksheet and put them into sentences in such a way that is very unique to them so that they can receive the full heart of Jesus through those words of Scripture, just made richer and deeper for them. So anyway, so I get into this group, right? Well, the first one starts, and she shares her verse. It was very well done, and she read it aloud, and then I read it back to her and read the synonym-antonym version to her, and it was really, really cool. The second gal goes, and she says, I chose the same verse. (laughs) And I went, okay, see, I told you. And then the third gal goes, well, I actually chose that verse too. So the fact was that here I am in this group, and all three ladies have picked the same thing. So right at that, even kind of went, ooh, cool. So they were looking forward to hear how they were going to do this different. But here's the wild part. When I got to the second gal, she reads it. And clearly the Lord is blessing her and touching her. And it was the one that the Luke 15, 20, while you're a long way off and I see you, I'm filled with compassion to you, run to you, throw my arms around and kiss you. So she finishes doing it. I'm about to say it. And I said it once to her. And then I sat there and I said, you know what? I'm just going to step out and take a risk. But I have this thought, so I'm going to run with it. I said, I think I'm supposed to have you stand up And you're just short enough, so if you're willing, I'm going to hold you like a father. So you can put your head right in my chest, and then I'm going to have one of the other gals hold it so I can see what she wrote, so I can hold her but speak and read at the same time. So I start doing this, and 
It was so powerful, the emotion, and the emotion that God put in my own heart toward her, and then her response, and it's just this gentle tears, and she just snuggles in tighter, and so I hold it, so then I did it again, and I finish, and we sat down, and I said, wow, can you tell us what happened? And I love it when they do this. <laughs> I say, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I go, okay, well, what can't you believe? And she said, even when I was writing the synonym antonym version out, she says, Father, you know how many times I've sat on my bed, I've cried out to you, I go to that secret place in my mind where you and I are sitting together. But she says, Father, I just want you to hold me. I need you to hold me. I was not held by my dad, and I just wish you could wrap your arms around me and hold me. And she said she was praying that prayer over the last few weeks. So the fact that I would deliberately say, I think I'm supposed to stand as a father and put my arms around you, and then the fact that the person could hold the words so I could still read them and speak them and yet hold her really tight. But here was the other really fun thing, was that at one moment I got real quiet and whispered. And I did it twice at two different spots where that's not very normal for me to do. I might do that, but I did it twice and I, I just got soft. And so I said, you know what? I noticed, though, as I was speaking to you, I had these moments where I got soft. And she goes, oh, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. She says, I get really startled or, or shook by noises and loud stuff and and I just love it when things are soft and quiet and gentle. And she said, when you did that, she said, even that, I'm going, God, you're whispering to me. You're saying it's soft and gentle, just like I love and like I need to hear. You guys, seriously, right? Isn't that just amazing that the Lord specifically heard her cry, her prayer, to have his arms physically wrapped around her as a father. And then the way that he had me say it was also specifically in the way that her soul could deeply take it in. I just love that. Again, because I didn't hear God say, Mark, you know, do this, do that. I just had this thought and I went, you know what? I'm just growing to trust God in these moments. So I said, here's the thought that I just had. I think I'm supposed to do this. What do you think? Well, isn't that amazing? It was absolutely the Lord giving me a prophetic thing to do, and especially it's one of those moments that she'll never forget. Well, in another weekend, this was fascinating too. So we had two gals and two guys in our group, and myself and another person are facilitating. So this is a normal group, four people max, a male and female facilitator. And this gal had shared with us that she had lost her mom at 22, and I think it was like 20, 22 years before, and in her Friday night sharing with us. And then she told this story to everybody at testimony time, and which was just awesome. But one of the things that she pointed out during the measuring stick time was that from their ethnic background or whatever, her mom was very, very legalistic and had an awful lot of <laughs> high expectations, and she felt constant pressure trying to measure up, trying to live up, and then suddenly her mom's gone, and she's just carrying her mother's measuring stick and all of that expectation, all of that pressure so much of her life. So when she did her verse, though, and the specific things and the way that she wrote it out, 
I read it to her, but then I gave it to my co-facilitator, to Janet. And Janet got right next to her and held her hand and began to say it to her. And then we saw tears well up, but she didn't really tell us much about it. Well, then I came back over to her and felt like I was supposed to kneel down beside her. So I knelt down to her left side. I put my right arm around her and I leaned my head against her head. And I read it again to her one more time. Felt like I was supposed to be closer to her. And so I did. Well, here's what was so fascinating. When she did her God sighting, she did it based on the experience of the love verse practice of the synonym antonym meditation exercise. As she was doing the the God sighting and remembering and really thinking about it, meditating on it, she realized that so much of the way that she wrote out the synonyms and antonyms were the counters to so much of what she'd heard her mother say or the pressure that she felt from her mom. And then the fact that Janet, as a mother, was saying this, it was like she had this healing moment as though her mom were speaking freedom, speaking the opposites, speaking unconditional love to her and words that her heart could totally embrace. And she's all of a sudden going, oh my gosh, God, you, you had someone that could be like my mom and speak to me because probably about the same age difference. And she goes, I just started crying going, oh my gosh, Lord, you knew that I needed to hear the opposite that my mother had said to me, only I could hear it now through a mom and even imagining my mom say it. And then she said, Mark, the crazy part was that the closest person in my life and my family these days is my brother. And she said, the amazing thing was that first I heard it kind of like a father when you were across from me, but then when you knelt down beside me and put your head on mine, she says, I felt like it was my brother. It was Jesus, my brother. It was my real brother, but Jesus was that close to me as a brother. So it's like he came to me and and manifested his love to me as a mom, as a father, the first way that you did it, and then like a brother. And we're all going, get out. (laughs) That's amazing. So then what was so much fun was that then when we prayed for her and had her do the God sighting thing, the other, one of the other guys from the group, he got down beside her on one side, Janet got down beside her on the other side, and I got behind her where she felt like where the father was. And we replayed the whole thing for her with God the Father and God the Son as her brother beside her and God in the form of a mom, really. I mean, the Father can do that. God can do that. And once again, she got to relive that experience and just revel in the wonder. But who could have known? She didn't even know how badly she needed to hear it from mom, how badly she needed to have it kind of an experience through the one she really knows love from her brother. And so she couldn't help herself to share. Well, that's not exactly right, because I actually said, would you be willing to share? And she said, sure. And so she shared the story with everybody. But once again, it's just the fact that Janet was just doing what we do. She was just reading, because we have a male facilitator read, a female person facilitator read. And I just sometimes kneel down beside and do it that way. It's just doing what we do. And yet again, in this person's life, it was so specifically tailored to her need, to her past, to her own family, and how the Lord met her through all the different ways that she experienced him express his love to her through her synonym and antonym exercise. And 
I think you guys, again, I, I just, I'm trying to encourage you over and over and over again through all these stories. We wouldn't have stories if we didn't step out and do something. And so many times when we do it, it's not even necessarily that we have this audible voice saying, go do this. Just thoughts pop in or just, mm, I can love like this. And we just go do it. It's when you do things. Suddenly, every now and then, you have these moments that are just extremely profound for the one receiving, that God knows those details. We don't, but He does. And they just get blown away that God would love them in such a unique, specific, tailor-made way that would tell them that He knows them, that He loves them and cares about them. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to let that be enough. So just be encouraged. Be encouraged. You don't have to hear an audible voice. You don't necessarily have to even have this strong sense that you're being prompted. So many times we just are being intentional to love, intentional to just follow an impulse, or you just see something and you just go do it. You guys, you can have stories too. If you'll just follow through, if you'll be intentional to love, to minister to those in front of you, at work, at home, in your neighborhood, in your small group, on the Sunday gathering, whatever it is. Oh, may we all become so much more intentional about saying, Lord, how can I love today? What does love look like in this situation with this person? Is there a verse I can share? Is there money I can share? Is there time I can share? Whatever it might look like. Yeah. So, Father, we just say, yeah, Lord, thank you for these amazing stories. Thank you again that Ephesians 2.10, you said that we are your workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works that you've prepared in advance for us to do. You know, Lord, what's out there. You know what's going on in people's lives. And if we're just asking, if we're just looking, you will lead us to them and we'll see amazing things happen that we will have a story, that they will have a story and a testimony of the amazing, amazing love that you have, Father, for us. So, Lord, bless us all. Empower us. Encourage us. Help us to continue to love as and to love because loved. To the praise of your glory and our joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Love you.